Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. What if we did an entire show that was based like that? On the click, we never got off that shit because we were professional athletes. It's what we like to do because we're motherfucking bong, 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 bong. Hi there. Hi there. How's it going, man? Dude, it is going gravy. I'm uh, Ian McNinney. And I'm Damn, Joe. I hate that. I'm going to, we should cut this out. Cut that edit, little part okay, out. Okay, we can edit that. That was some bullshit. Hi there. Hi there. Welcome to... Hi there. <laughs> We're supposed to say that together. Hi. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll say it together. Hi there. Hi there. Oh, I'm Ian McNenny. And I'm Joe Morales. And welcome to the show. We. And we are indeed. Indeed. In the elf tree. In the elf tree. Uh, this is kind of the, I guess, official collaborative elf tree podcast network. It is podcast it is we're here up in the tree and we are cozy <laughs> inside of this huge oak tree that uh we fucking gutted out yeah actually it was a decaying tree and we just kind of built that'd be great built it out that'd be awesome i always wanted yeah. a, a a killer dude my dad built me a fort back when i was oh, a kid that's i awesome. mean that was uh much more safe and stable yeah. alternative to a treehouse. Had some like legit. Yeah, uh, it, it was great architecture. It was fantastic, and so, but like a treehouse, that would be an awesome place to have a podcast. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Studio. I feel like we're in a treehouse right now, dude. All the treehouses I built growing up, there was always a risk of death. Like anytime you climbed up in it, because there was no, it wasn't a solid thing. It didn't have like. Right. You know what I mean? There was it always like... Oh, it wasn't architecturally oh, sound. Yeah, you'd always see like a couple pretty important screws hanging out that were like <laughs> yeah. somebody fucked it up, so they just yeah. left it. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. But this is uh, this is the show where we're, I don't know, going to throw ideas out there. We're throwing ideas. Kind of free, free, free balling. We're free balling, <laughs> and we will entertain you when we can, and we will bore you when we have to. Um, because which will be most of the time, which will be most of the time. So I don't know, Ian, when do you think people will be listening to this driving home, like from work or we're not on XM radio, are we? No, not yet. Not yet. We could be, I guess. <laughs> well, I on think it'll be, it it'll be a, a matter of once we get the, the best ofs, you mm-hmm. know, we'll string together a, a, a best of show and they'll play that as a comedy special on the XM comedy exactly. station, you know, exactly, man. That would be <laughs> that would be hilarious. We, uh, I should say that this is a Farmer uh, uh, Jane's. Uh, we should show. <laughs> it's uh, it's Farmer Jane's is is going to be the unofficial official sponsor. Without actually contributing. Maybe they will. Maybe if they hear it, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, this is fucking hilarious." We're, we've got to give them free things. Right. Exactly. I mean, so. I, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know that I've ever actually visited their website. Uh, I, have I not. promote them because somebody else promoted them, and it made such an impression on me in the mindset that I was mm-hmm. when I first heard it that uh, I, I will just vouch for them. It blindly. was funny. It was a funny. Uh I don't know. The the way they were promoting it on their show was really hilarious because they were just kind of, they would slip it in there, but then they would slip it in there as a joke because 
you know, although it's a great company, probably, I, I know nothing of them. Uh, they've made an impression on them to where they, uh, you know what? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Ian. I'm just going to cut this out. So if you're driving home from work, if for some reason we are on a, uh, uh, a time of commute, a time of commute, we want to, uh, wish you a very safe drive. Uh, we hope your mind Please. is clear and you are looking at the beautiful world around you as you drive and you're not cutting people off being one of those drivers, but you're, uh, being courteous. No, I'm just kidding. You can be driving in a oh, rampage if you want. There was a, a, a video that Stacy Danger showed us today of this lady just going off on this dude. Oh, yeah, man. He just went. She was all sorts of racial she slurs lost, and anger. She lost her shit. She literally lost her shit and didn't get out of her car for most of the video, which yeah. kind of surprised me. Well, she, it's like she was her seatbelt was like her. You know, when people get in a fight and there's always that one friend that's like, no, nah, man, hold me back, man. Hold me back. Yeah. That was like her seatbelt. Like she could clearly unbuckle herself. Could have. And, you know, walk the walk. Right. But I feel like she was a little afraid to do it until the end. She kind of lost it. I think know? she was just all all smoke and no fire. It was all smoke and no mirrors. She was trying to be <laughs> she was trying to be hot snot on a silver platter, but ended up being cold boogers on a paper plate. Oh gosh, those right? are delicious. I would eat they? those. Yeah, that sounds Get like a kindergarten low. project. Like that's what you would walk in. You're like, yeah, this is Felix's art. He picks his nose and he puts it on paper plates. Felix, I mean, he always uh, look amazing. He would definitely do that. Mm-hmm. This speaking, one's Abraham Lincoln. Speaking of Felix, <laughs> we uh, yesterday we went to fucking. Taping of it was fantastic. The new sitcom, The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple, starring Matthew Perry. Yep, and Tom Lennon, uh, and it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was. We were part of the studio audience in a mm-hmm. sitcom filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yep. Show. Yep. I'd never done something like that before. I'd been uh, in the audience of like a talk show, mm-hmm. a show where you know they interact with the audience. It's a, yeah. clearly a performance, but. Uh, for uh, a scripted show, this was a first for me. That was my first. That was my first experience of ever watching a TV show be made. I've been on like TV shows, like talk shows and stuff, but I've never seen like really. Yeah, yeah, I've played I didn't on them. Know that. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I like doing all like playing keys for people. Nice, that's awesome. Um, you just get on the shows from. Is it just like another time time. gig for you though? For yeah, like I, that? I mean, it's different. It's definitely more. I thought it was exciting just because you have to, t- you have a couple takes and then you get to record it and it usually sounds pretty good because right. you, you get a really good mix and yeah. But it's so damn early whenever you get in there, I so bet. it's just kind of like the last oh, thing I want to be doing. You guys right are on now, like morning shows. And yeah, stuff. it'd be like ah. seven a.m. Yeah, you know. And you got to be like full on energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. And then the studio people would be like sitting right, right there, and you're yeah. just kind of like, oh my gosh, Goodness. this is so, so weird. So this was, this was your first time in the studio audience. Um, yeah, it was my first time to watch like an actual, it was almost like watching a play, uh, but they would just cut and read. I mean, I loved it. It was everything I expected to see. And that's what I loved about it. And dude, I was thinking about this in the shower today. I don't know if you thought about this at all. (laughs) Shower thoughts. Yeah, no, seriously. Shower thoughts. This is a a bit. (laughs) I, um, I was thinking about like the guy, how, how he had to entertain the crowd and he was kind of like. He was. Pr- it was pretty distracting because right. there was parts of me that just wanted to watch the, all the in between stuff. Yes, I wanted to just watch what the actors were doing, who they were going to talk to. Right. You know what the AD would be doing, like how, like just watching people do their thing and learning. 
and so I found myself getting distracted. So in the shower, I was like, man, I'm just glad he didn't really like come talk to me because I would have just been like, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to I'm just trying to watch to this. Listen to you. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to be like, I was sitting there going, man, I don't even know what I would say because I wasn't really into it that much right. because I've seen those things happen. Like, hmm. In other ways, I would say, just that toying would, with an audience, I guess. That would be one of the opportunities where we would try and get down on the set. Because you saw all, there yeah, were all these guests yeah. and all these people that, you know, for some reason, they must have had some VIP ticket mm-hmm. or connection or something like that. Our family members. Yeah, exactly. You know? They yeah. they knew somebody. But uh, that would be that'd be My the daddy be. works for the <laughs> network. I get to do whatever I fucking want. What I'm getting some cottery. I want. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I definitely tried to pay attention as much yeah. as I could to what was actually going on. But I will admit I did get sucked into his entertainment. Yeah. No, I, I, dude, time. I wanted to throw him a bone for like, for doing what he did because right. there were a lot of people that don't, I know don't care to just watch all the in-between stuff. They're getting bored. So right. they need that constant interaction. So I get it like completely. Yeah. Um, and he was pretty funny. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm such an observer. I feel like I just, it was such a distraction to me. And I, I feel like, I don't know what ADD is. I feel like everybody's ADD. Right. But um, it was just, it was distracting to me. It like, was. I think, you know. I think it was, its purpose is to entertain a crowd. You think I'm an straight. asshole? No, because most people don't, most people do not view what these people are doing in front of us as yeah. their job. They are creating some art and yep. stuff. For a lot of people, it seems to be just another method of entertainment. It is like, you know, it is. so they and want to make sure and keep you constantly entertained. Whereas people like you and me, mm-hmm. me, people like you and I, you can edit that out. No, we're going to leave it. Damn. Pe- the, the audience no, you're right. Know how you're right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. I know that I'm, you educated. have a degree. I, I don't have well, a degree. I might as well so. create, uh, no, I might as well, uh, speak correctly. Uh, and I lost it. No, you didn't. This is what happens. This is, okay. this is what comes of... Hi, Dare. Welcome hi back. Dare. Hi, Dare. <laughs> that was the intro. That was it. That was the whole thing was the intro of the show. We're trying to figure this whole thing out, like, here on the air. Yeah, we are. Uh, so, Ian, First and last name, last name, just first name. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. First name, last name, Change last name, up. first name. My name is Charles Charleston. <laughs> that sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, it first is. First name, last name, last name, first name. <laughs> By Dr. Seuss. Oh, oh, my God. I would go to that world in a second. Trying to find a law firm would be super easy. Exactly. Yeah. You would, uh, the sign would be pretty expensive though. Willy Wabahoo. <laughs> Willy, it would be Wabahoo and Wabahoo. Wa- Slabahoo and Slabahoo. <laughs> Those are the bad guys. Attorney at law. You got two different warring uh, like law firms. Exactly. You know. So Ian, yeah. let's uh, tell the audience uh, you have your own uh, side. You have another show that you host. I do. With a really cool guy. Why don't you tell the audience about that a little bit? It's a, it's a show that I like to call We2D2, mostly because that's what it's named. Mm-hmm. And it is designed as, as, it was always designed as a continuity yeah. of, of uh, my life, our lives, yeah. uh, of this journey that I feel we're we are on for a reason mm-hmm. and we are on it together for a reason in this our own Shelby separate ways. And it is Shelby cook. Uh, he's a, a dude I've known for 18 years. Yeah. He's a good dude. Like that. I mean, we've gone through a number of different stages of life yeah. and, and seen each other in a lot of different stages of, 
I don't know, fucking douchebaggery and, oh, man, yeah. and naivete. Like flipped up collars, like Dude, walking around with some, some purple polo yeah, shirt on. Exactly. Hey, exactly. man, you got a fucking... Oh, a lot of uh, in... What's the word? Uh, when you are... In character? No. Oh. Uh, you're... In utero? <laughs> in utero. It <laughs> kind of circles around the it's conversation. It's my favorite fucking Nirvana rocker. Insecurities. Insecurities. We had various numbers of insecurities we'd, we'd all kind of gone through and and uh, so far come out the better for it. So yeah, heck I, yeah. I uh, decided... You, that, like, grow up together. Yeah. You're... Y'all are brothers. We, You're more we than are. friends. We are more than friends. And... Uh, and I decided. I decided about a year ago, a year and a half ago, something like that. Let me. Uh, <laughs> let me. Uh, let's Pause. let this little beast out real quick. Pause. So you guys. About? Oh, I You guys basically came up with the name uh, because of your love for a certain Lucas film that was a not certain, very popular. No, no, no. By no. many people, and uh, not just except for us. By Disney, it was popular for us guys. <laughs> it was super popular. Uh, I think. Anybody that loves Star Wars, yes, Star Wars. I mean, I think we can mention that for sure. Yeah, is a major nerd on the inside, and I think that's everybody. And and pretty much anybody. D two D two won't be much of a stretch for people to understand where it comes from and and Mm -hmm. what it's paying tribute to. But it also kind of ties in the the brotherhood between the two of us because it is we two kind of going through life, you know, and and doing this shit. Like it started out as uh, this we. Damn. <laughs> it started out as you guys like, uh, didn't you? It was called McCookin. Well, you used to like, you guys would, you would set up down in the, in the, uh, the house back in Dallas. The Hampton house. The Hampton house. The yeah. fucking epic ass goddamn Hampton God, house. Was, that was a, a brilliantly creative space. That place was more LA than the place I live right now. It, it, I mean, well, I mean. It was in Dallas. I it felt was, LA. It was as LA. It. It, it was, was as like, LA uh, for me. Yeah, it was a cool place. It was like this old house that was built, I believe, in the 30s. Something like that. It was like, like a that. bungalow house, yeah. but um, it was had really cool pointy roof, like window roof closet-y areas. And didn't it have wood floors? It had wood floors wood all floors. throughout. Um, yeah. It was massive. It was a big, big space and held many cool party get-togethers. And yeah. Nights by the fire. And gosh, I mean, to have recorded some of those nights would have been... I don't know. I think I would lose my mind to be and able to you know listen what? back. But there's there were uh, quite a few that Shelby and I did record. That's mm-hmm. that's where we recorded a, a majority of the episodes of yeah. of McCookin, which were like the, I guess always intended to be the original test yeah. podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, us kind of getting our feet wet because it's difficult to talk into a microphone, even having a conversation with somebody you talk to all the time. Well, it's not natural to have this stupid. No. piece of equipment in front of your face. And I feel like you're always subconsciously aware that you're recording. It's not stupid. Sorry. It's you not will stupid. <laughs> you will always be able to go back and listen to the exact thing and way you said it yeah. at this very moment. So maybe it's uh, got something to do with just being conscious of that and trying yeah. to trying to formulate your words. It's interesting to listen back to is cuz it's like when you when you hear the conversation back you're you're listening to it in third person and exactly. so you'll you'll catch a lot of things after the fact you know it's like you've probably said things maybe i don't know you you may have said some things that i don't get right now yet yeah and exactly. i'll listen back and be like oh fuck that and you was totally hilarious get it. yeah and 
I know how easy it is to just kind of because you you know when you're thinking of the the next thing you want to say or the, the next thing that you're thinking about, like when you say something, you're telling me a story. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of all these things, you know? And I don't know. It's just really cool. I feel like, um, there's a lot of history of all of our, all of these shows kind of mingling together. Right. Um, cause you've been on, you've been on McCook in a couple of times. I have. Yeah. 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 And Uh, it's, it was fun, man. I love talking to you guys. You guys are great. It's a, it's, it's a great dynamic to, mm-hmm. to throw a third person into the two-person conversation mm-hmm. just because it, it does. It adds a, a whole different side to it all. Yep. So um, <clears throat> when I moved out here uh, to Los Angeles, I just decided to kind of reboot, restart the, the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after a couple of... Uh, like an old Apple computer. Yeah, exactly. You got to just boot her up, <laughs> you know, every every once in a while, get her refreshed. Yep. Um, Welcome to the Genius Bar. Wow. Oh, we can't take this. Oh, my God. This is dirty. Get it out of my face. <laughs> Somebody sounds, uh, sounds a little personal. Or they'd be like, story. oh, my God, this needs to be behind glass. <laughs> You've got this in pristine <laughs> yeah. condition. This is state of the art. Okay. Sorry, I didn't so, mean to go off. Uh, no, that's all right, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. My brain is a fucking mess. Uh, but it's all orderly, too. So. When we when I moved out to California, I decided to reboot the show. Yep. And uh, we also changed the name up to something that was brought up as a potential name in the very first episode. And I don't know Man. why we didn't name it. I didn't. We didn't have the balls. We were like, no, nah, Lucas is going to come down on us and shit like that. No but way, man. You know what? I don't think. I don't He's think cool. it would because we are, we are, we'll always pay homage to. Absolutely. To the world. Well, it's like, too, it's like at some point, I think for like, and this is just my opinion, but like even George Lucas, you, he has to own up to the fact that you grow up on something like that. Right. It becomes a part of your life and it becomes a part of the way you think a little bit, you know? Right. So. It would be unfair to program and teach people of your art that take it in and are very receptive to it and then are inspired to kind of go forward from it. It'd be a hard thing, I think, to to really go after somebody like that. You know, right, I'd be exactly. honored if I saw somebody have a spinoff of something I did. And no, Mr. Lucas, this isn't just to convince you so you don't sue. Um, this is me on my knees for you, Mr. Lucas. I'm just kidding. That's zip. gross. Yeah. Zip. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. So that's uh, that's kind of what the show became is yep. uh, is we two d two in the in the continuing adventures of two dudes who are bound and determined to do what they want to do in the world. Mm-hmm. It's great, man. I've listened to a couple of the episodes and mm. I think it's freaking awesome. I love. Thanks. Uh, it's fun because I have, you know, I met Shelby in Nashville, so I have a complete separate friendship where i met him there right and then for whatever reason we just stayed connected and it was i feel like because we're all very similar uh, with our humor and just kind of we don't really um there's no real judgment i think we have with each other so it's just kind of like you are who you are so we don't give a fuck and yeah um we get along and uh (laughs) we get along and no i'm not pointing a gun i'm just kidding (laughs) no but uh I don't know. Like, I remember the first time I met him, uh, he was, I think it's the, the having so many ideas mm. and somebody who, uh, I've never really met a lot of people that can keep up with idea making and just go and go and create and come up with stuff and complete it, right. complete thoughts and actually be inspired to go, um, and work together so easily. Yeah. He's one of the few, um, that I've ever met to do that. And then now you, I met mm. you through him yeah. out in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. And so... 
Um, <clears throat> Actually, cool, man. we met. We met when I the one and only time I came to Franklin. Oh yeah, to yeah, visit that's right. Shelby. That's right. And this was at the very yep. end of his stay there. Yeah. Uh, yep. We, you know, he was he was leaving, and I flew up there yep. for a couple of days beforehand, and then we all helped him like move his stuff back. We packed up two cars. Damn. And, gosh, because Cameron drove. Cameron drove out to Nashville. Man. And it's I not flew. that bad of a drive. No, I it wasn't. It really I like wasn't the drive. on the way back. But that was where I met you for the first time. We went to mm-hmm. this burger place, mm-hmm. and I met you, and wow. I think Hi was there. Yep. And, uh, and hi, I, Dare. You know, <laughs> hi, hi, Dare. No, our good buddy, Hi. Oh, uh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I met you there, and we we smoked. Gosh, yeah. I guess we did. Yeah. We smoked you over at your house, it. and you if had you're a... you Mr. Morales' place, you're going to get a little <laughs> yummy-yums. <laughs> yum, little yum-yums. We're not talking I, uh, about cigarettos, my friends. No, We're not, not talking about cigarros, no, my friends. No. We're talking about the Mary Janey. No, we're not. The we, ganja. Yeah, we are talking about Well, we, we are now. We are, in, yeah. And we can now. And we can now. Uh, right here, right now. You had a little... Uh, a little small bowl, like little kind of mm-hmm. pipe that was very compact and, yep. and awesome. And I think it was called Dumbledore. Yes. Dumbledore. And dude, I, uh, that pipe made an impression on me when I got back to yeah, Dallas, man. I went and found this little wood bowl pipe that I still have to this day. Dude, that's awesome, man. Uh, it's, that makes yeah, you feel good. that was a, oh, that yeah. was a fucking, you, you definitely made a very good first impression. And so when, uh, a couple of years ago when Shelby said that he was living in a house with you and John. Yeah. I was like, no way! That's awesome. Man, I, I, not I can't that I had believe to that proof of anything, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Just the the ironic nature of of how life works and kind of throws everything together. Man, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Man, I, I never would have imagined. I remember when Shelby left Nashville. I was like, I'll, I don't know if I'll ever see this guy again. I mean, right. I feel like I will. Um, but it was funny because. It was just so fucking ironic that I happened to move back to Dallas and John, I lived with John for a year. Um, John Perkins. John Perkins. A unbelievable. Best friend. man. Fucking unbelievable dude. Person. We need to have him on the show. Absolutely. We should. we should. Yeah. We'll get him out here at some point. Um, but he, uh, I lived with him for a year and then ended up moving in the South with, with Shelby where you guys ended up uh Starting to record our long recorded, podcast, which uh, is recorded McCookin and, McCookin, uh, yeah, yeah. and developed the atrium at yep, the same time. Exactly, yeah. In that house. Oh, the atrium, man. Dude. That thing was stellar. Congratulations <laughs> again on that. Thanks, man. That Thanks. was an amazing project. As the atrium was a, a comedy series pilot that Shelby mm-hmm. and I developed and produced. We'll have a link on the site. Uh, to completion. For it. We will, for sure. Uh, finished it up. Uh, in about 15 months, mm-hmm. in about the same amount of time that Shelby was living in the house. I mean, we started that January, mm-hmm. did it the entire year, and we finished it up in March right before he moved out. Man. That house literally birthed our future, Joe. Jeez, it did. I knew it, man. And I always think that, like, like there, I, don't, I didn't say this, but when I left Nashville, I had sold basically everything out of my house. Goodness. And... And we can tell this story, and then you would have a story to tell yes. that you can, you know, share. But it was, uh, I, you know, I sold all my furniture out of this house in Nashville, and um, still had enough to fill a small U-Haul. But then drug my car to Dallas, basically was starting from scratch, just enough to stuff to put in my bedroom. And when is this? And uh, this was the end of the beginning of March of 2012. Shelby moved into so, the house with you guys in like January 2013. 2013, yeah. Yep. Got it. And we moved in there. And 
we basically, uh, yeah. So when I moved to, into John's place, I didn't have anything really. I was starting from scratch. Um, I had just put out my, uh, uh, my record, the way it goes. And I was literally just shot in the dark. Okay. I'm doing this music licensing thing. I'm going to try to just pursue my career. Really? I, this is me going for it. Yeah. I had to leave that. Da- I had to leave Nashville cause I was wow. just stuck in that trap. It was too easy to, to just jump on tours. That's why Shelby I need moved to get, out to Nashville was to do exactly what you just yeah. said that you moved to Dallas for is to, to get himself into the industry that he wanted mm-hmm. to get himself into. Mm-hmm. So you had to leave Nashville yeah. in order to do that. Yeah. Well, I was, it was just too easy to jump on touring and it, it's easy money, but it was, it was a lot of time and a lot of hard work Yeah, and, and I loved it. Like it was great. Not like hard work in a bad way, but like it was just a lot of, I wanted to focus that energy right. on the things that I wanted to do. And I saw that it was kind of starting to, um, get in the way. And right. so Dude, just I molded over my head, and then my lease was ending, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna just." John had an empty room in his apartment. I was like, "Dude, come on, man." Nice. And so he said it just like that. Dude, come on, mate. Dude, come on. He didn't man. even speak like that, but <laughs> hi, mate. Come on down, take you, mate. He did. Ding. No, but uh, <laughs> uh, so I ended up moving, sold all my shit, moved, high moved. Um, he went to London. Nice. And, yes, that's uh, right. Yeah, I moved to London. Um, who was my roommate for a while? He was fucking awesome. So nice. shout out to Hi. Love Hi you, man. Fung. We miss you. We should have you on the show too. Yeah, you'd be hilarious. We can Skype you in. Oh yeah, we can totally Is Skype him in. Still in London? No, he's in Dallas. Oh, he's nice. back in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. he can get together with Shelby sometime. And we'll exactly. Just... Yeah. So anyway, um, sold sold everything. Basically, started yeah. from scratch, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm going for it. I got to do the things that I want to do, and it was music at the time, and that's kind of been doing really decently for me. I'm. I'm Fuck, man. I'm just very grateful. But now I'm kind of getting interested in doing these podcasts. So I started, you know, I started my own uh, called the Millie McCormick Listening Hour. Nice. And uh, it's uh, also with a guy named Nigel Spaulding. Nigel Spaulding. And he's British. And he is. Sassy, molassy. A, a really good job. Yeah, he does a great job. Yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, talking about how I sold all my stuff in yes. Nashville, Sorry. how I start from scratch. We keep derailing that. We do. That's okay. But um, people are in traffic right now. They need us to just. We're buying time because once they get home, we we don't we cease to exist. We actually we go lose into our a, audience. It, it we disappear. We go into limbo zone until you turn your radio back on. We're not even real. Not even real, 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 real. <laughs> that was the echo. Uh, I had to explain that to you. I think you could build that in though. Yes, I can. So you sold all your shit. So I sold all my shit, but I was going to say you have a very similar situation, but it was a little less uh, give- voluntary. Yeah, it was, a little, it was less voluntary. <laughs> He's right. Um, we recorded a full blown show uh, of the defunct hour long podcast, but uh, we'll we'll put that up on the website. But short story is that uh, I moved myself out to California after my lease was up in Dallas. <laughs> Uh, for the, much yeah. the same reasons. If I want to pursue these things that I'm doing in my life, I have to move out of Dallas and do it. Yep. You need some water, bro? <coughs> yeah, just give me a little. Yeah, dude. Please. Sorry, dude. Didn't mean to fuck your story. You're good, bro. This thing was blocked. Oh, shit. And I, and I was pulling it in, <laughs> and it freaking pulled and just shot in, dude. Oh, bummer. <coughs> that sucks. I feel like the circus circus is my my chest the circus circus hotel in las vegas i feel like that's my lungs right now oh man circus music lions and tigers and bears everywhere oh my that's exactly how my 
lungs felt when I arrived in California. <coughs> really? When I uh, yeah, because I I was just coming off an illness and oh, that's was right, not I remember that. Quite aware of how to treat my lungs, not to to allow them to heal. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of which was the fact that I would take tempting these massive too. rips. Yeah, it's tempting to not. Yeah. And uh, you know, the other one was thanks to Martin, my roommate. He uh, yeah. he noticed that I should probably. You know, puff it into my mouth, <laughs> hold it, let it cool. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, that's it. a yeah, that was a genius you little know, suggestion. It was just one of those things. But uh, nevertheless, when I was in California for less than no, I, when I was in Los Angeles for less than twelve hours, yeah, uh, I had all my shit stolen. Oh uh, man, on my U-Haul truck. Fuck. And you know what, man? It's like people like you and Shelby were really instrumental in 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 allowing me to just kind of let it go and let it just mm-hmm. happen. Whatever is going to happen happens and fuck it, dude. Yeah. Did not miss a beat. Yeah, man. I, I, I man, I felt like there was, this may sound weird cause I'm dude, I'm so into like metaphysics and just weird shit. Yeah. Um, cause we live in the universe and I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, it is. Besides that, uh, we, uh, we are constantly I live in the universe and no, but like, I think I, there was like such an energy that was around it that kind of protected, I think the negativity of that situation, what it could have been right. devastating. You know, I think there was just something, I think that we all just beamed on for you because yeah. it was like, dude, I, I, I it's just a weird thing feeling to you can't do anything about it like i knew the second i heard that come out of your mouth like my thing's been stolen you're i was like that's it it's gone it was and and i any i should not have thought that you know but i did i was just like there's no reason anyone would tow it it's no it's not that day you know no one tows there right and they don't tow they ticket yeah exactly exactly it was kind of a bummer, man. In my mind, I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. And you took it like a champ, man. You handled I, it like a fucking pro. Yeah, God I let myself it. bum out for like an hour. You're a fucking pro. Hey, thanks, man. Well, you know what? That's uh, that's part of also why I moved here, man. I, I needed to make some more professional decisions in my life, and moving out here was one of them. Yeah. The amateur way to have handled that situation, I mean, that literally met me head on as soon as I got here. Yeah. The amateur thing to do would have been to go home. And, Curl up in your bathtub you know, like exactly. Ace Ventura. Yeah, exactly. After you found out that it was your gun is that, sticking that, in my uh, <laughs> oh, is a man. Einhorn. Oh my god. Dude, that is such a great scene. Holy dude. crap, that dude. That is such a great series. That was such a genius film. It was that was a brilliant movie. Well oh, done, man. Jim Carrey. He Jim Carrey. fucking took the world by storm with man, one movie. He is somebody that I de- like. I really would love to meet and talk to for a little bit. I think we'd have some really cool conversation. I I, I agree. Know. We should have him on this show too. We should. We should I'll, like I'll write extend down this, this invite list. to you, Jim Carrey. Please be on our show. We'd love. We're in LA. We'd love to hang out with you for an hour. You don't. You don't have to give us too much of your time. You can paint if you want to. I'll set up an easel. You can paint shit. Exactly. But we'll have a we'll have a good time. We're in a really cool space. Um, so you could come out and hang out with the elf trees. We uh, we dig your vibe, sir. We do. We think you are very intelligent, and I understand your world to a degree. So it'd be fun to talk to talk about bounce our our bouncy ball worlds. www.entertheelftree.com. Enter the Contact info's up there. 
It is. And then we're waiting. After this show, I'm going to make Ian type up every single word that we say. And we'll have a transcript as well. So you can download that if you'd like to and read it. Within, within hours. <laughs> it would be a novel. Dude, mm. that would actually be an interesting thing. What if, what if you did? What if you took this entire transcript and then you had it put into a novel and you just fucking printed them? Yeah. Just self-published those as books. You would have people up on stage a, like giving dramatic interpretations yeah. of our podcast. Dude, that's unbelievable. Like right? that is a weird thought. That's a, a money-making idea right there. We should definitely think about this. Copyright. Copyrighted right here on this day. I actually think... Unfortunately, Are people it's doing been this? done before. Yes. God damn it. That's okay. Yes. I had my nipples I know on for everything. a fact. Actually, I had my shirt off. But you know what? I wanted to... I wanted to... I was pouring wine on my naked body. See if I actually thought it was an, an awesome idea for us to do. And I mean, I think it was... I'd say we do it anyway. I mean... The dramatic readings is what pushed it over the top for yeah. me. I would totally... They actually... They've done mm-hmm. uh, a couple where uh, Kevin Smith has read... They've read a transcript of one of their podcasts out yeah. loud on stage in front of people. Oh, that's cool. And he and his buddy Scott switched parts. Oh, man. So, like, awesome. I would read everything that you said, and yep. you would read everything that oh, I said. Oh, wow. Okay. That would be funny. That would be really cool. We could do an entire show like that. Wow. That'd be mind-blowing, I think. That's going to be episode two. Yeah, that'll be episode two. It'll be this one, but backwards. <laughs> but backwards. <laughs> Opposite. Opposite. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, we could just do it backwards. Every single word, we'll print it backwards, and we'll just read it that way. We will. God, oh, that would be, be so trippy. Bizarre. And then yeah. you could rewind it. In slow motion, it'd be. It'd be, it'd oh, be a, a. That's a so many dimensions of. of that would be a mind fuck. That's not like our first five shows right there. We've just planned those out. I would have to arrest myself for those pulling off something like that. Pretty impressive ideas. Those are great ideas, man. Did you ever watch Fringe? Yes. Oh, great there show. Was, there was an episode of Fringe where the we Amber. finally <laughs> got to. We finally got to see Walter's perspective yeah. of an yeah. LSD trip. Mm-hmm. He's constantly on LSD. Oh, so great, man. too. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. That particular episode is done completely mm-hmm. in animation, like yeah. a Scanner Darkly style. They mm-hmm. kind of like rotoscoped animation over these characters. And so that something was an impressive like that. episode. Yeah. I love when they do that. They like throw in these pieces of candy. Like, yeah. Like every single episode. Like, I felt like every episode, man, of that show was so engaging. It was. I, it was. That show was a, a very impressive show from the very beginning, yeah. actually. I remember uh, my buddy Josh, about a long time ago, mm-hmm. told me that I should watch this show. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I watched the first episode and I thought, oh, goodness, yeah. this is this is bizarre enough that it's it's going to hold my attention mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. it. They def- If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch Fringe, all of it. It's all got a really things. good message. And I think the thing I loved about it, and I don't know if they even meant to give this message, but this is what I took from it. Right was you can see what happens with choices. It gives you both sides. You can see what can be or what is. And yes. they're both relative to each other. You don't know because they both are their current realities. Until you cross over, they can differentiate them, you know? You know, when they cross over to the different... Sorry if I'm giving... The, I'm fucking spoilers. giving away this shit. We'll just, this we'll is spoilers. Just spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, sorry, guys. That got that, but anyway, let's, uh, just, let's just say this whole thing is spoilers. We'll try not to spoil it too bad. We'll uh, yeah, this is we'll, pretty much. We'll talk about it in an exciting way that will make you want exactly. to go watch it. Yeah, it's great. That's our recommendation. So, go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. But um, so yeah, I feel like it gives you the option to see people's choices, and I feel like they handled the the subject of different dimensions, different timelines, different decisions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, a lot of shows and movies try and attempt that. Yeah. Uh, some do do it. All right. Some don't do it so well. And I think fringe is one of the ones that did a good job. Mm-hmm. 
with with the handling of that particular subject. Yeah, I wasn't too sure about the cast when it first started, but then like, I don't know. Who did you have questions about? Uh, is it Joshua? Joshua Jackson. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just it was hard for me to break out of the Dawson thing, but then sure. But then, man, like two or three episodes in, I was like, nope, he's that you Dawson thing. It, gone, it. Yeah, gone, exactly. gone, gone. You know. Now when I see him, it's fringe. Like yeah. he's fringe to me. He's, so uh, it's crazy. Peter like, Bishop. <coughs> I really respect that. Like it's crazy. That show literally knocked another show. Yeah, it's true. It replaced my thoughts of that guy. That's unbelievable. Absolutely. That's weirding me out right now. Is that a weird Trivia. thought? It is a little bit of a weird thought. I don't know. You you forget an entire body of work based on yet another body of work. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Robin Williams, it's, uh, it's it's very much about how people view Robin Williams. I mean, mm-hmm. he did so many different wonderful Peter roles. Pan. He's Peter Pan to me. Peter Pan. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely Peter Pan to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, he's Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yes. You That's, know? Yeah, man. But a lot of people, he's Mork from Mork. <laughs> yep. You know, I was talking to Shelby about this. The people who are, you know, our parents' age mm-hmm. know him as Mork from Mork. And yeah. he's this he's this stand-up comic who is young and like to party and do his thing. You That's know? mind-blowing to think about. Like, everybody has their own perception of yeah. Robin Williams. For Dude. us, he was like a father figure, I, I feel. Like, with the Peter Pan and mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire and the genie. Yep. And, you yep. Know, oh, those kinds gosh, of things, the man. genie, yes. He was you a brilliant know, genie. I think we got the benefit of of uh, a very uh, mature Robin Williams by the time we came along and started paying attention to his movies. Um, did you ever see? Uh, oh fuck! I totally lost it in my mind. Oh no! Oh, it's okay. We'll come out. I'll find it. I'll find it. It was about Robin Williams. Uh, Inside the Actors Studio. No, 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 no. Fuck. Um, <laughs> You just lost your shit, son. I thought uh, you I need thought to we settle were on the down. Same page, man. No, we were on the same page, um, but you made me think of something else oh. uh, about Robin Williams. Oh, and I lost it, and it's because I think of so much shit. My mind just fucking jumps around like a goddamn wild boar. I can't. A wild boar. I'm gonna or have a, a wild... polar bear. Yeah. Like lost. Are we gonna add Foley into this show? Maybe. Gosh, my back is peeling from the beach. Ah. No, I'm not saying You're that. You're not talking be. about Maddie, are you? With yeah. an accent. <laughs> no. Maddie, the beach. Maddie, the beach. The little beach. Little beach. I'm going to speak my little beach. <laughs> Say hello to my little beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I was going to say like, uh, oh, dude, also toy. Was it toy? toy? Or toys? Toys. Yeah. toys. Robin Williams, toys. Dude, yes. that was such a trippy movie to that me. That was a bizarre film. Yeah. That was that was a big one for my childhood. I watched that all the time. It was the first movie that I got the sense that Robin Williams could act uh, mm-hmm. and play a character that was kind of askew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. From reality. Oof. Joan Cusack was awesome. Joan Cusack. She was brilliant, Holy man. Cow. LL Cool J was also in that movie. Oh, man. LL Cool J. He was such a military dude. Well, and currently he's on NCIS uh, something with Chris O'Donnell. Really? I'm not. I don't watch that show. Yeah, I mean, I don't have cable. He's, he's on one of those. I don't have cable either. But uh, he's definitely on mm. one of those. You know, procedural cool. cop shows. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like him. I think LL Cool J is cool. <laughs> J. <Jay. laughs> <laughs> No, but he's cool. LL, if you'd like to be on the show, too, we'd love to have you out. We would love to take an hour of your time 
and shake your hand and we will stare you deeply in the eyes and we will have a restraining order against us by the end of the show. Uh, no. But it'll all be fun. Yes, exactly. All in the spirit of podcasting. All in the spirit of podcasting. Exactly. No, for real, uh, we're just kicking it here. But uh, also, um, we decided to write jingles. So should we show the audience some of those jingles? Yeah, I think we should. Just Should we play music on this show? Like, do you think know. we should ever cut away to music? I think if it's something that we are currently working on and we want to showcase, maybe. Yeah. You like, know, I think, oh, I think here's a song it, off of blah, blah, blah. Keep it related. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, this actually might be a perfect opportunity to plug, uh, to plug your album. Oh, you've got a, a new a EP. Yeah. yeah, I'm putting out a new EP. I produced by an amazing fucking producer named Josh Hawkins. He lives in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Nashville, and he's an unbelievable producer. But he uh, he and I put this thing together over the course of about a year. It just took us a long time because we would build it slowly. We would send files back and forth, kind of did the postal service kind of thing. Good art takes time. Um, oh, yeah. Is that uh, how the postal service does it? Well, that's how I think they actually sent. Like hard drives and stuff through well, sure. the postal boot. So we didn't do that. We just used Dropbox. <laughs> but they but they collaborated from afar. Yes. Like if this was the late 90s, early 2000s, whenever Postal Service came out, I guess right. it was like, what, early 2000s? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess at that point we would have had to send hard drives because Dropbox I don't think was really around. Or they didn't have enough space. Yeah, and they would be you like, know? you know, 250 gig hard drives. Yeah. But no, but he uh, produced this EP called... Uh, constellations there's five tracks on it and they're all far out they're about love but they kind of correlate like i don't know if you listen to the songs listen to them as if it's the love of the universe singing you a little love song and it's kind of the they kind of float around the emotions of falling in love with people falling in love with ideas so the song may sound like a love song but it has to me they have deeper meanings than that they kind of just I like to write. It's funny because I'm not like, uh, I don't write worship music or anything, but right. I write, a lot of my songs are writing about love. Yeah. And I I feel like the universe or God or whatever you want to call it to me is love. And so a lot of the stuff I write is geared towards that. And so. That's awesome. Yeah. So listen to it in that spirit if you can. And uh, it'll be on iTunes in less than a week. Less than a week, yeah, and so, probably by the time this uh, episode comes mm-hmm. out, it's it's already available. So it's go on buy iTunes it right now. You can go buy that on iTunes. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, and uh, what's the we website? We should play a track. Uh, it's a uh, Awaker Sleeping is my band, um, but it's uh, awakersleeping dot com, and you all can the, listen to it. All the uh, the album it. artwork because uh, you've got two EPs, yeah. I have two EPs. I have one I put out uh, last November. Um, that was produced by myself and a guy named Aaron Carpenter in Dallas, Texas, Mm -hmm. out of a studio called 5050 Studios. Those guys, shout out to those dudes. Yo. Uh, Todd and Aaron are both badasses. But yeah, I put together a more acoustic with a little electronic bedding, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of EP called A Million Years. And it's more or less kind of the same thing. They're love songs. They, they talk about, uh, you know, like, for instance, I have a acoustic version of the song Constellations, which is actually on this next track, but it's now techni- like dance popped out. Right. Um, but it's a song about uh, two people falling in love uh, in just 
laying in the grass on summer night, um, hmm. looking at the stars and looking at, you know, there's no, you know, there's a river in the background maybe, or you're just in your summertime love with someone and you're erased from the rest of the reality that right. exists outside of that moment, you know? And so, um, and so that acoustic version's on a million years. Yeah. And so, you know, if you listen to that song, picture it as like almost like a, you know, an eight millimeter kind of old school kind of movie of yeah. two people in love on a summer night, wherever you live, uh, whatever that is to you. And, uh, you grow up and you kind of grow apart and, uh, you go your separate ways and you realize that, you know, that was a beautiful moment you had together and that's all it needed to be really. Absolutely. You know? So yeah, let's play that song. Constellations, huh? Watching as the stars move in summer's past under Thanks, man. That was good. I'll thank you. I'll thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, again, produced by Josh Hawkins. He's got uh, stuff on SoundCloud under Super Duper. Check it out. We'll put a link on our site, but he is a badass. Uh, very I talented. Also, I also want to point out the album covers for both your EPs were oh, gosh. conceptualized thank you. by the two of you. Shelby, but, uh, I apologize. You can flick me in my right ball. Shelby Cook. Shelby Cook. Uh, who is also on We 2 d 2 That's he is, the same Shelby Cook. He is. Shane, He's an same Shelby. unbelievable photographer, Photoshop artist, um, graphic he puts designer. These these visual symphonies and director. He's a fucking all around director. Shelby fan. Shelby Cook is the director uh, of uh, the Atrium. Fuck yeah! The I atrium. totally forgot what the That's show okay. was. Uh, but yeah, director he, of the Atrium. Yeah. Director of the Atrium and uh, co-host of We2D2 and uh, my producing partner in McCook Media. Yep. Which is like, it's all part of this empire. And uh, yeah, I mean, he might he might plug Tonic if he was here. T-A-W-N-I-C yep. dot com. Yep. 
Uh, and uh, We'll have a link up for that, too. We are literally, <laughs> this is how we're going to take the world by storm. Yes. We're just giving you guys the briefest of insights. The briefest. Into like, our master plan. pair of undies. <laughs> Briefs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, like, he, he designed the covers of uh, both those EPs, and yeah. um, you can check them out on the website, awakersleeping.com, but... Uh, listen we'll to me. also put them Farmer on James. Enter the Elf Tree. Yeah, and Enter Farmer the, James. Yeah, yeah. But um, he did the artwork, and it's just so fucking beautiful. Like we came up with the concept of creating this um, awaker, like going off the waker sleeping theme, yeah. and um, we came we came up with the concept together, and he mocked it up, like drew it up on the whiteboard, and we we saw it and did the adjusting that we needed, and yeah. he knocked it out, dude. Like what he saw in his eye was. Uh, I mean, it's crazy, dude. I imagined, I imagined like that's what he did. Like what I when I first asked him to to if he would do it. Yeah. Um, the result was beyond what I imagined, but it it was what I because the first one definitely is definitely wanted. It, it, like you said, it plays off the awake or sleeping. Yeah. Milieu. Sorry, I drug that out longer. No, that's okay. <laughs> it just blew my mind. That's it's it just like fucking blew my mind open. You laying in a bed. Yeah. One half of you is asleep, mm-hmm. and you see all these, you know, your your bedroom kind of mm-hmm. surroundings, uh, and then the other half of you is awake, and your hands like mm-hmm. reaching up, and the blankets are all fucking yeah. thrown, and like, they're in zero gravity, in outer space. Yeah. Yes. And we went to uh, the Weld Studio. So shout out to Weld. Weld. Co. I believe. Yes. Weld. Co. Yeah. W-E-L-E.co. But, uh, and shout out to Tiffany. Hello, Tiffany. Everybody there is badass. Hi. Yes, you guys <laughs> yes, rock. Yes. But we did the uh, photo shoot there. And um, Shelby just, we set up a time-lapse camera. So we have that whole thing time-lapse. It's in the video I put out for Constellations, uh, the acoustic nice. version. So there's a video on YouTube. We'll put a link for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking out all these links and shit. We're just a page of links. We're just plugging. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on in. It's a library of shit. Sunday, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Monster truck just breaks through the room, and that's exactly. the end of the show. And then it's it's driven by the Kool Aid man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Copyright Kool Aid. Yeah. And then you just there's like you just see some religious like uh, cult up on a hill. They're like demanding, "Hurry up, get back over here. <laughs> we need our juice. We need our Kool Aid." Okay, never mind. I'm They're drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, uh, there's a video that has that whole spiel the the entire production yeah. process of the, the whole photography for, uh, experience and the years. the photoshop work he screen grabbed the nice. entire process we sat up from it was an all-night thing i think i fell asleep once mm. uh but we went f- i think seven and a half shelby hours does not took. shelby seven if, and a half, if he yeah. can help it shelby will work oh, through yeah until absolutely. his project's done without yeah. sleeping without eating if he's he, a uh, champion man you know he's he, a fucking champion he is professional as hell yeah he is so if you need a uh you have to pay for the guy because he's a he's, he's a priceless he's worth his weight in gold he is we can assure you you can you know do what you want with that oh also on the constellations uh, ep that yes. uh, photographer ho young lee um, from Soho Story, he did the uh, picture for that, so that nice. we actually did that in the studio. Shelby did not take that photo for that EP, right? But he did do all the Photoshop work, yeah, um, around it and just made it look unbelievable. He ah, you, he kills it. The original idea it. for that was that you were being abducted, yes, being abducted, yeah. Uh, and this is, this is we'll mention again by the this universe. Constellations <laughs> out. Uh, what is it? August twenty third. 
August 29th. August 29th. Yes. Constellation. Oh, no, no, 26th. Oh, my gosh. How dare me? Let me oh, stop my gosh. We're editing yeah, this out. Yeah, yeah. we're going to edit that out. I'm embarrassed. No, but August 26th, it's, uh, come, it's a Tuesday. So Tuesday. That's New Music Day. It is New Music Day. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, but you are being abducted, and being he abducted. literally yep. tilted the whole thing 90 degrees and put you in... In mm-hmm. this world, you're like in the being abducted off of a country road. Exactly. Surrounded by cows. There's cows and grass and just endless road, and it's the stars. And it's kind of the world that I imagined constellations would be, like that right. kind of summer night environment, like out in the country somewhere. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it was kind of designed after. It's got the, you know, we use some of the same space elements mm-hmm. in the sky yeah, so that we exactly. could kind of tie the two EPs together and, you know. You uh, use the uh, the the logo. Explain the, the logo. Uh, the logo yeah. is your okay. handwriting. Yeah, yes. that's the, my typography. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is fantastic. It makes a it makes a very good. Thanks, man. I know, use like a little. I use some really cool pens to do it, and nice. it took me uh, about uh, thirteen and a half hours. And Ooh. no, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. Wow, no, <laughs> that would be unbelievable. I would have to put a knife through my own throat. Hopefully, uh, you would have like etched that on a Faberge <laughs> egg by that point. Exactly. You know? No. Uh, no, it took Gold me. Gold filigree. Yeah, exactly. No, I did use a calligraphy pen, but I did. Uh, I probably did like two full pages of different ways of writing it out, and mm-hmm. it was one of the first times that I did it, and I liked it the best. It ended up being like the coolest one to me. Nice. And I, I still have it somewhere on like a piece of paper. I saved it, but uh, yeah, I scanned it in, and Shelby pimped it out, and now it's on both EPs. It is a recognizable brand. It is the it is the brand name for you know awake or sleeping. So. T-shirts coming soon. T-shirts coming soon. Yeah, it'll just be uh, I don't know what it'll be. Me with a big me wearing a big space helmet. What do you think this show will be? With something crazy in the reflector. Like in the long just a run. Big square. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like takes up the whole entire thing, like a yeah. rap shirt. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, like in uh, in the the eighty shirt or reflective something. material that uh, oh, yeah. you, know, you get on street signs and stuff made out of. Oh yeah. Oh dude, what if it was a square cut out of like Harry Potter's uh, invisibility invisibility oh. cloak? Yeah. And so it was just just Invisible. a big square hole. You Invisible. walk around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be a mo- that'd that be would be ass. bizarre. We want to welcome our first guest. Uh, we have uh, Snoop Dogg. And I'm kidding. Now we are cordially inviting him. So we, that was another. We can cordially invite Snoop Lion. That was yeah, oh, Snoop Lion to the to the bubble. Snoop Lion, please. But uh, yeah, so welcome to the first show. Uh, thanks for listening. Th- yeah, thanks for listening. We will have many, many more in the future. Hopefully, uh, we don't uh, get in a fist fight and uh, end up in a big uh, uh, tornado of dust and uh, cats trying to claw their way out. And, and then the they'll lines. make an e true Hollywood story about our lives. <laughs> exactly. And I'm walking out like uh, Nathan Lane from the Birdcage, and I'm like yes. screaming, like demanding things, even though we're uh, not partners. We are uh, straight individuals who In, are yes. uh, professionally working together, yes. uh, like the Odd Couple, like we saw, like uh, the Odd Couple. So, um, but yeah, so shout out to Matthew Perry. Shout out to Matthew Perry and uh, the cast. Oh, dude, I meant to mention this. Uh, we got to see Gary Marshall. We did. Uh, tell us about uh, Robin Williams, man. Going he back did. to Robin Williams. That's what I meant to go off earlier. I just Gary, now reconnected my thoughts. <laughs> Gary Marshall decided to to talk to our studio audience, mm-hmm. uh, and he answered a couple of questions. He talked a little bit about Robin Williams and how he basically found this 27-year-old kid to play this alien on the Happy Days and uh, basically launched Robin Williams' career. He was... Uh, 
a treasure thanks to this man, Gary Marshall, who's been a TV legend for years and years and years. Yeah. Dude, I didn't really realize all the stuff he did, and it blew my mind open into yeah. a million pieces. Like, He's done quite a bit of That's some history stuff. that is just unthinkable. Literally you know? shaped television today. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a sweet old man, and he uh, told some really great stories, and I, I enjoyed listening to him a lot. Um, it was fascinating that he would even give the time, even though he's still stoked about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but anyway, dude, I tweeted yesterday, uh, went to the Odd Couple taping today. Producer Gary Marshall talked to us about his experience discovering Robin Williams. It was gold. And this woman uh, named Carla Renata, she, I guess she has her own podcast network or she's on her own network. Really? Yeah, she responded um, and she said uh, to... Uh, I was there too. It was very moving. At uh, at Carla, what is it? At at C A Renata. At C A Renata. At C A California Renata. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think C A probably stands for. It does, but it's genius. She's a fucking genius. Uh, At (laughs) I already want her on the show. I don't know what she talks about, but we need to have her out. Maybe we can merge. Do you think that that was the Carla that was doing the dance moves? Dude, I feel like it might have been because she has. She's been. Oh, what was the actress's name? Oh, you Yvette know her. Nicole Brown. Yes, she, uh, she responded to her. Nice. They were talking back and forth. So Goodness yes, gracious, that's her. Good. And so we definitely need to uh, we jump need to into get that. Carla world. Renata on the show. Yeah, we would love to speak with you. So if you would love to come hang out with us, you know, you're kind of getting a sense and if of she's, what we do. If she's but... got a podcast network of her own, maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can advertise. Absolutely, we would love know, to throw an advertise. Send over there. some ads uh, of your show, and we'll we'll run yes. them on our network, and maybe we can mm-hmm. uh, exchange the same for. We will. For Elf Tree Podcast Network. Yes, yes. We Get don't, some advertisement going. We don't have any gifts just yet. We don't have T-shirts or koozies or anything to give you, but... Um, we'll have a dance contest with we you. Will have, we'll definitely have a dance contest you know, with you. We'll just you know dance around. Yes. We will dance like gypsies until the sun goes down. Wait, the sun is already down, Ian? It is currently. Mm-hmm. We do this at night. <laughs> we do. We have to. Yep. It's when the creativity flows. That's when the river flows, it flows, and it goes and goes. You know? Oh, yeah. But, you know. Uh, so, Ian. Yes. We had a great first show. We did. Uh, we should give ourselves a round of applause. Good job, Joe. Uh, welcome. Welcome, everybody. And we hope to entertain you many more in the future. For this week, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And holy schmoly. We, we gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> Welcome to the wonderful world of Millie McCormick. Scuba dive past coral reefs down to the depths of the ocean floor where the Millie McCormick pod sits tucked away from the chaos of the world above. Allow friends from... You see, Doctor, these lunatics at the Millie McCormick show are out of their mind. And I think it's high time we pay them a visit and show them who's boss, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, why are you looking at me like that, Doctor? If you think I'm gonna go into that Millie McCormick pod, you're the one who's out of your mind. You're crazy. You're a loony. You're a god psychopath. You know exactly what you are.
I'm not even sure you have a pair of Bow, soldier. If you think you're gonna make it through this war, will then pull your head out of your hairy ass. Come on, you make me think daddy proud. Come on, you sons of <sighs> Barely set that perimeter. It should be hitting it in three. Force field's not gonna work. Two. One. Just a placebo, you weirdo! Surface of a watermelon. Gary! So small. Do you find yourself dozing off at work? Do you find yourself getting lost in an abyss of your own thoughts? Well, let me tell you something. That's badass. That's badass. That's badass. Oh, hey, baby, that's badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, tune into my show, The Millie McCormick Listening Hour. Only on the O3 Podcast Network.